0: What I want to speak about is why do we have open doors? Because if we don't know the purpose, we'll miss it. Why do we have open doors? Why are doors open? Now, you need to understand that doors are open to manifest the glory of God. Amen? Amen. Christianity is not about self-promotion or self-gratification. Christianity is about revealing God to the world. So you are not in Christianity for you to just enjoy. You are here to display God. So when doors are open, you need to understand that doors are open as a strategy from heaven to display the glory of God. Amen? Amen? Every open door in your life serves a purpose. Every open door serves a purpose. If God opens the door for you to get a job, it's for a purpose. Hallelujah. Every healing serves a purpose. The Bible says when Jesus healed them, they glorified God. Everything that will ever happen in your life has a purpose. And the purpose is to glorify God. You know, God wants to manifest himself to this generation. God wants to be so real to this generation that he will use you as a vessel to display his power and his glory. You see, we need to get off the selfish mentality in Christianity where everything is about my wealth, my blessing. We need to... Be at a place where God's kingdom is our priority. You know why people backslide? Because they are in a selfish Christianity. People backslide because they think God is not doing things for me. God is not my family, my job. Why did I lose my, 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 my? And that makes you backslide. The moment you turn your focus from self to him, you can be depressed. The Bible said they looked to him and their face were radiant. So when you look to God, depression will go. You know, the key to depression is to move away from self-centeredness. You know why people are depressed? It's about me. They treat me wrong. I don't have... Why is my life going like this? I, I, I... don't wake up in the morning and say, Lord, what do you want us to do today? When you wake up, Lord, what are you going to do for me? You see, we have transformed this thing into a self-entertainment. Because when you go to church, it's all about how God is going to bless you. They don't put you in front of your responsibilities. That we are born in this time, for this season, you are born in a time such as this for a purpose. Look at Esther. Esther was a queen, and she was in the palace of a king. And when the people fell into trouble, Mordecai sent somebody to Esther, and Esther was afraid to lose her life. She said, I cannot go before the king. You know that everybody that appears before the king is killed if, she's not, if that person is not called by the king. And Mordecai said, hey, hey, my dear, who knows if God... Put you in that position for a time as peace. If you keep quiet, God will raise help from elsewhere. But you and your family, you will perish. Listen, we have come to a place where we cannot keep quiet anymore. My God, help me. Where we cannot keep quiet anymore. If we keep quiet, God is able to raise somebody else. And I refuse to be replaced. We are in a time where we need to take responsibility. We need to know that when God does something for me, he's he's to put me on a platform so that I may manifest his glory. Listen, every time I have an opportunity to preach somewhere else, I take that to heart because I know it's an opportunity for God to be glorified. Maybe the breakthrough you got is an opportunity for God to be glorified. But you know, we see so much self-centeredness. We are so self-centered that we see it as now I have arrived. Esther did not want to save the people because she was in the comfort of a king's house. We are saved as people of God. We claim righteousness. We are washed by the blood, saved by grace through faith, Ephesians 2, 8, 9. Saved by grace through faith so that no man should boast. And we are in the comfort of Jesus. But you realize that you are in that position so that the glory of God may appear in the world. How do you deal with the things? You know, some of you here, now I'm talking about married people, you cried for God to give you a wife or a husband and you didn't know that it was for you to manifest God's glory. Now that person came. You are seeing the pain instead of your assignment. You are seeing the pain that that person is giving you instead of your assignment toward that person. Are you there to manifest God's glory or are you there to enjoy? You see, let me tell you something, people. The idea of enjoyment in Christianity is secondary. Yes, you need to understand that. Paul says, we are like soldiers. Amen? All of them said, I've I've run the race. I've completed the course. People let me tell you something. You need to understand that God trusts you. You are here because he trusts you. Do you know that when you play a game, when the coach does not trust you anymore, he calls you back to the bench. When you are in the game, they trust you. The fact that you are alive is a statement that heaven still trusts you. And heaven knows that you can still bring a difference. Heaven knows that you can still do what God has called you to do. It's not late yet. It's not late for you to stand up and say, God, I will do what you called me to do. Oh, I wish I can say something else, but I want to tell you that if we are not going to stand up, a new generation is going to stand up on our behalf. Hallelujah! All instead of us. Let's go to our scripture in the book of Isaiah chapter number 45. I want to read from verse 4 to 7. That's the scripture we've been studying. Remember, I haven't even spoken about the sons yet. I'm still still breaking down the doors. Let's go. He said, For the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel my chosen, I call you by name. I name you, though you do not know me. Okay. You know that he said to him, the reason why I'm using you is for the sake of Israel. He said to Cyrus, don't think you are special. Uh-uh. I can hold your hands and you are not special. Uh, I can lead you, but you are not special. The reason why I'm doing this is for my people. <laughs> Huh. So, so, so the reason God is blessing you is not because you are too special. He's blessing you so that you can be a distributor of a blessing. Come on, come on. If you don't get that, you will miss it. The reason God is looking for people that understand this. And when he finds one, he will open the windows of heaven. You know why, why Why? so many people are trusting God for breakfast and they don't get it? You know why? It's not that God, if God makes sinners have breakfast, why do you think he's tinging on his children? No, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. God knows that his child is so precious that he, he doesn't just want it to give him. He wants to give him so that the child can be a distributor. And unless you get that heart, you will struggle. You will struggle. Verse five. It said, there is no, I am the Lord and there is no other. Beside me, there is no God. Verse six. That there may know from the rising of the sun and it and from the west that there is no none beside me. Verse seven. He said, I am the Lord and there is no other. Hallelujah. He said, I form light and create darkness. I make well-being and create calamity. Look at look at the purpose for which he took Cyrus. He said, so that people may know that there's no other God beside me. God wants to do something in your life in a way that people that are around you may know that he is a good God. Amen. That there's no any other God beside him. Amen. He said that they may know from the rising of a sun to its setting that there is none beside me. hmm you know, when I was staying in the first place that you saw I was holding Ephraim, there was a man that used to go there and give me food because I was pastoring a church that could not help me. So I had no income Although I was pastoring a church. I never took a cent from that church, never took a cent. I never took his ta- money of a type. I didn't even get the money. I told them we must buy things for the church. So I was living in that house, but I never received a cent from that church. These ladies that are coming here, you can ask them. I never took a salary from that church. And what was happening, the guy was coming. He was a personal trainer by that time. And we would drop a parcel of food at the end of the month. And that's what we were eating, my wife and I. And then he went to Canada and he came back to South Africa. He studied and he became a lawyer. And last year, there was a bride in my street and they invited the people which I didn't go. Uh, I'm not too big on that. (laughs) So my family told me, if no one goes, it's rude. I say, okay, then you can go. So they went and that man stays in the same street. And he asked my wife, what are you doing here? And my wife said, No, we stay here. He said, How? How? And he came to my gate. He went to my house. He sat. He said, That can only be God. So for me, the testimony is not the house. The testimony is that the man said, That can only be God. I'm praying today in the name of Jesus. That somebody will say to you, what has happened to you? That can only be God. I'm praying that your breakthrough will lead the people to claim that only God can do what he has done for you. I'm praying that God may do something so big in your life that people that knows you can say, that can only be God. God. That can only be God. God can only be God. He lift up the needy and make him sit at the table with kings. That can only be God. Don't don't worry about I don't have position yourself to be a blessing. That can only be God. I said that can only be Uh God. That can only be God. That can only be I love this type of testimonies. Where people can say, this that has happened couldn't be by the hands of men. Only the God of heaven can do what has happened. That can only be God. And that's what you must look for. People, don't trust your own intelligence. Yes, some people think they are so clever. Don't trust your own brain. Trust the Lord. Hallelujah. If you can trust God, it will lift you. You know what? Doesn't matter how wise you are, you need to acknowledge that if there is no God that gave you that wisdom, you cannot have what you have. You need to humble yourself. You say, you know what, some of you here, God has blessed you, you are wealthy or you are not wealthy, whatever. You can say, Lord, when I look at what I have in the bank, it can only be you. Because when I see myself, it can only be you that have led me so far. Listen, if you start to give glory to God in everything, people will start to give glory to God for you. Amen. Remember where the Lord took you, don't get so big shoulders that you forget where you're coming from. When I remember what the Lord has done, kata kata. When I remember what the Lord has done, he said that people may know. I want to tell you this year, doesn't matter how blessed you are, you need to know it's only God. Amen. I say, only God. You need to sit in that shop and say, God, only you. You need to sit in that practice and say, God, only you. You need to sit with your family, look at your children and say, God, only you. If it was not for you, I wouldn't be here. Look at life itself. Go to the ICU. You see what I'm talking about. Some people can't breathe anymore. They have to breathe with machine. But you are sitting here. Only you. It's not because of my. I, I eat good. It's not because I exercise. Some people exercise, but they die. Me is not about that. Yes, exercise is good, but it's not about that. It's only God. When you acknowledge God in all you're doing, God will lift you up. Only God. I want the church to come to a place where we are not boasting on our strength anymore, we are boasting in Him. Where we are not boasting on our abilities, we are boasting in His abilities. Open doors are there for you to magnify the Lord. God wants you to be like a doorway. God wants you to be like a doorway through which He manifests His glory. For people to say only Him can do what He has done in your life. When you talk like Erod talked, you die early. Read the book of Acts. The Bible says King Erod was sitting on his chair and he was talking. And people say, This man talks like God himself. That day he died. Because there was no humility in him. Wow. Then, you know how God introduced himself? Verse 7. He said, I form the light. I create darkness. I make peace. I create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Listen, listen to God you are serving. He said, everything you see, I'm originated. I can create them. I created light. I created calamity. I create darkness. I create peace. I create this thing. He said, I am that God. And when you come to that place of acknowledging that he is that God, all things are possible. In the book of Acts chapter number three, Peter has healed the crippled men. And Peter did said, look at my anointing. Look at how big the anointing is upon my life. Peter said, why are you looking at us? as if it was our own godliness that has healed this man. He said it the name of Jesus and faith that comes from that name that has made this man well. I want us to come back to a place where Jesus became the case center again. As much as you can honor a man of God, don't honor him above God. Yes. No man of God has nothing that's not, not given by God. Even the anointing I carry, it's God that gave it. So if God remove this anointing, I can do nothing because I'm a human being like all of, all of you. So you need to acknowledge that it's God that has a power to raise the dead. It's God that has a power to heal. It is God. Everything you have comes from Him. If we can humble ourselves today and acknowledge Him in all our paths, our ways, He shall direct our paths. We we, we want, God. you know why I'm preaching this? Because God is going to bless people tremendously this year. And I don't want people to to be prideful. I don't want people to be self-centered. I don't want people to think, oh, God has blessed me so much. I I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Yes. You know how people talk? I made you. You made who? (laughs) Who are you? Where are you coming from? God is the one that makes men. God is the one that makes men. Listen to my voice. God is the only one that makes men. This year, you... God will going to bless you. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. God is going to show up in your life like never before. If you continue with God, you will receive the grace of the Lord in this year like never before. But when that happens, humble yourself and say, it's all God. Amen. It has nothing to do with what I do. It's not my prayer life. It's not my fasting. It is God who does what he does because he's the only God and the living God. God. Because you see, when things start to happen in our life, then we start to magnify our prayer life. Then we start to magnify the altar of prayer. Then we start to magnify the fasting that we did. Then we start to magnify the systems we put in place. Then we start to magnify everything we put in place. All these things cannot help you. There is only one God in heaven who is able to help you. People... Put your systems in place. Do your organization well, but understand if God does not build a house, those who build that house build it in vain. If God is not helping you, no man can help you. You need to understand that. You need to understand that. We need to understand that it is God. Amen. I say it is God. Amen. It's all God. Amen. Say to your neighbor, it's all God. Oh. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, it's all God. Oh. Say neighbor, it's all God. Oh. Save a person you see now, it's only by grace. It's only by grace. Who you see here, it's only by grace. If it's not for God's grace, I wouldn't be where I am today. If it's not for God, I wouldn't do what I'm doing today. It's only him. It's only him. And we choose to give him glory in this house. We choose to elevate his name in this house. There's no any other God beside him. Doesn't matter. You can become the biggest prophet. It means nothing. Can become the biggest evangelist. It means nothing. Nothing. Zero. Do not let your achievement be your downfall. Do not let achievement be your downfall. Let your achievement be a propeller to go toward God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know how you know you are falling. When you get offended, when people not, don't honor you the way you are, you should be honored. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, promotion does not come from the north, the south, the east and the west. Promotion comes from God. And this morning, I, 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 in the name of Jesus, I speak upon you. If you humble yourself, God will lift you up. He said, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Philippians, let's finish with that. Philippians chapter number uh, 2, verse 6 to 11. I want to read that. Philippians 6 to 11. Do you understand that door, why doors are open? Uh, Let me give you practically. God promote you to be the boss or give you a higher position at work. Instead of going there with big shoulders, call the people and tell them, me, you see me here. This position I got, it's God that gave it to me and we're going to do this right. We're going to do this right. I want, I want God to reveal himself to you. You talk to them like that. They will honor God. There was one guy, he, I don't want to go into details. He was contesting for something, and I prayed with him. And when he got it, I said, this is the reason why God gave you this. Do this. I gave him instruction. You know what he did? He didn't do any of the things I told him. And he starts to run into trouble because he missed the purpose. Every position God gives you is to establish His name. Amen. Let's finish with Philippians chapter number two, verse six to eleven. Are you blessed? Yes. Philippians two, verse six to eleven. Quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Philippians chapter. say, Let's start from verse five. Maybe if we can. Get the the full thing there from verse five. Go one. Okay. Have this mind among yourself, which was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped. It It was God. Let's go. But emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of man and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to a point of death. Even death on the cross. What do I say even death? Because death on the cross is for criminals. Therefore, mm, somebody help me. Say therefore. He said therefore God has highly exalted him. I'm giving you keys here. I'm giving you keys here. If you humble yourself this year, this will be your portion. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name. My God, the name that is above every name. My God, help me. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under earth and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. The glory of God, the Father. This was the secret of Jesus. He had all the open doors. Do you know the day of his baptism, heaven opened? Uh, do you know that, that, that a voice came from heaven and said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased? Amen? This is. And Jesus came with an open heaven, but in everything he did, He glorified His Father. Most of them used to say, Jesus never says God. They said that to you. Although He did, but they won't see it because they won't see it like us. But the reason why maybe He was not too blank on it is because He want to exalt His Father. Let God's name be so big that it will not be about your name anymore. So this year, God, somebody say God, mm, God, God will shock you with the things he's going to do in your life. God is going to shock you with the platform he's going to put in front of you, with deals he's going to put in front of you, God is going to shock you. There are things that will be reversed this year. There are, there are pronunciations upon your life that will be reversed this year. There are altars that were crime against you that are being destroyed this year. God is going to lift you. But remember where you come from. I say remember where you come from. You know the testimony I want to see is that people say, only God. Only God. So I want to thank God for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? Yes. So this is just the opening service. What about the with what is going to come? Hi-ya. And the reason why I'm giving this instruction, it was clear in my spirit. God said, tell people, to watch out before I bless him. Amen. Because the blessing can be a downfall yeah. if you don't know how to handle a blessing. Yeah. Blessing can kill yeah. if you don't know how to handle it. Amen. God blessed Samson with a strength and he didn't know how to handle it at the end he died. So before God can bless you, he will prepare you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So we are about up. We're going to do an offering. Hallelujah.